ออนไลน์พอดแคสต์ฮาโลวีนสเปเชียลอืมไอ้ทิงคิดเซนิบาดีฮูแอนนี่
being or energy that isn't here in the physical realm, but can interact with the physical realm. And uh, why, what made you, you know, I always try to think back and see what really in my, in my growing up form or help form my belief in, in things and ghosts is one of them. Did you, did you, how, how did you come about believing in ghosts? I don't know if something, if it would be uh, specifically or definitely a certain experience that I've had that made me um, feel this way or think this way. Mm -hmm. uh, I just always thought it was the way it was. What do you mean? You just well, al you just always knew that there's something, you know, more. Um, I uh, maybe so not so much that I was conscious conscious of it pardon me but um yeah i've had experiences when i look back that would probably be explained as something supernatural mm. um you know nothing like um you know covered doors flying open and closed and all that it was a lot more subtle right but um you know sensing a presence or knowing that a presence was there um quite specifically or um you know and then growing up later on um uh, well, my father—I I don't know if uh, this is common knowledge—but my father was killed in an accident at work when I was about one and a half. Oh. And as I got older, and if something was troubling me, or I was trying to, you know, come make a decision about this, that, or the other thing, uh, I, I would notice that he would come to me in a dream. Mm. Um, but I wouldn't. It would be that I'm not quite asleep yet. Dream. And um, we'd talk about it, and I'd get my, uh, you know, he'd be my sounding board or yeah. um, give me the sense of advice or, or whatnot. Mm -hmm. So that kind of just opened my eyes to other things. And then all the specials on TV kind of got me interested and intrigued. Such as what specials? What shows? Um, well, like lately, I'm totally addicted to Long Island Medium. Oh. Um, I'm interested in watching like the ghost adventurers and ghost hunters. Oh and my stuff gosh. Like that. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Just like go sidetrack. Okay. Uh, the, oh. the, the last show, <laughs> we'll branch off to a different topic. Uh, yeah. the, the, the last show I saw was the one with the, the demonic possession of, remember that guy? I forgot what the name of that place was. It was like a, it, it used to be a, um, what is that thing called? Uh, like the priest house, you know, the where the, the church... The parsonage. You... The parsonage? Is that what they called it? No. Um, for, well, anyway, th regardless, oh. there was the one one of the episodes of... I, I used to like the show because he took his shirt off one time and uh, Zach and I got his attention. And that's my, all That's all you need. Is he got some, my attention, actually, yes. The, he got my attention. Some nipples and you're there. Oh my gosh, he's got a, such a oh, delicious shoulder. Oh, uh, anyway, so um, let's get back. <laughs> so uh, anyway, the last episode was about. I don't know whether you guys get the same shows we do, or is it slower in Canada? Um, no, it, we get the same feeds because like it's all the same network, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. It's like the travel. Is it the travel channel? Yeah, yeah. So, so they, so he. It was this place where. Uh, a, a priest um, who used to be a, a, um, a, a, a child molester and mm -hmm. 
he I forgot and now now I don't remember what the story was whether he committed suicide or he died there whatever uh, or he committed all that crime all the crime there that that place is now sold to it's not linked to the church anymore it's now sold as to private citizens so they they bought the the place and then trying to fix it up and they've always had this bad vibe and bad things happening to them they've got scratches on their back and so forth so uh, that episode was uh, super scary. Well, I say super scary means it's entertaining for me. Because sometimes it's just a bunch of crap. You know, it's just like, not even... You know, like they would spend the whole hour trying to set it up to make it scary. And then, you know, all you got is just little well, tiny things. You know, I that's why I, I I have to say like those kinds of shows, I do look at them more for the entertainment value. Yeah. Uh, because... They edit them in such a way to add, kind of add to the hype. Drama, That's why I, yes. Yeah, they add the drama. Whereas, you know, Long Island Medium, I'm not really sure how they um, script that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, why is the camera following her around everywhere she goes? Does it really happen that much? Or does she just plan on it? Or, you know, I, it's, I'm open to the idea. I can only speak about my experiences and I'm not going to support or deny um, somebody else's experiences. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm just open to it. Yeah. And so tell me, I do not watch that show. What What, what is that show about, the Long Island um, medium? Well, she's a very, very stereotypical Long Island housewife. Long Island, yes. Yes. And um, um, at first, I didn't know what... I was flipping through the channels and I didn't know what it was. Uh-huh. But um, her son... Uh, get ready to ring the bell. Um, her son is on on there, and he is fucking delicious. Oh my gosh, really? I got to look it up. Yeah, and um, so that's why I started watching it. And then I realized what it was, and I'm like, oh, this sounds like kind of cool. So basically, she does um, private readings. People come over to her house. Uh-huh. Um, she doesn't ask them any questions, from what it appears, and um, the spirit will come to them, come to her, and talk to them uh, through her. Uh, she does public readings where it's just a room full of like 50 people and she doesn't know anybody. She just shows up in the conference room or wherever. Um, but then also she, um, has been filmed where she's out shopping or out doing this, that, and the other thing. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden she gets anxious and it, what it's what she says is a, a spirit is, badgering her to go talk to a loved one because they have figured out that she can um, communicate. Mm. And so she'll go up to the stranger and introduce herself as a medium and then say, so what do roses mean to you? And who was it that passed um, from a disease in the, you know, the chest or who was it that passed in a tragic accident or, or something like that? Yeah. Um, she says that she sees images and she hears stories, but, um, uh yeah it's interesting yeah yeah and and what what about that really attracted you to to the show is it that the fact that she she helped the communication with well i think that would be if that if if that was your gift i think that would be fascinating it would also be a big burden right why would that be a big burden well how many people out there can actually communicate with with those that have passed or moved on. And, you know, if the person that's moved on really wants to send a message back um, or communicate uh, something, um, 
uh, you know, supply and demand. There's going to be a lot of demand, and she's not a lot in supply. But you do know? you, I, you know, okay, so that's it. Uh, it's intriguing, but at the same time, I also find those things to be a bit. It could go wrong very easily. Like, you know, what if, let's say, people are saying that maybe she's utilizing, uh, manipulating on other people's emotion and their attachment to their loved ones who pass, and then kind of psychologically do things what do you what do you think i'm just being um, yeah so that's why i can't speak to that particularly because i you have no idea what the raw footage is right right you know right. like you just have to take it at the value that they present it to you just like yeah, all the shows exactly. just like all, I mean, there's all no it. evidence to say that it isn't there mm-hmm. just like there isn't any evidence to say that it is there yeah you know, so um, it's like uh, Schrodinger's cat, maybe. So let me ask you this. Do you personally, like I always, when I do a show, this is like a sample of what a, um, a, a, <laughs> what a, a typical Penang Hokkien show is going to be like. Mm-hmm. It's, it's typically about um, personal experience or a very close encounter let's say your uh, your sister or your brother or a friend of yours who you can trust telling you stories like that so what about yourself what sort of it doesn't have to be like i have seen a ghost appear in front of my eyes but anything supernatural paranormal that you have experienced can you share that with us um yeah um we had uh, a layover for two days in halifax mm-hmm and um, I was at this room at the end of the hall. Um, I'm not going to say the name of the hotel because I don't want it. But I was at the room at the end of the hall. Mm-hmm. And um, weird things happened. Um, or I, things unexplained kept happening. Um, one of the things is um, I always get thirsty in the middle of the night. So... So I would um, always sleep with a bottle of water on my night table. Uh-huh. Well, I don't like to wake up too much because if I wake up in the middle of the night and, and I'm awake, I'm awake for the rest of the night. You right. know, I won't sleep. So I usually leave the lid off so I can just kind of half awake, um, grab the bottle and, you know, take a sip and then roll over and go back to sleep. So this is your, your that's your normal thing. You that's, always do that's that, That's right? normal thing. I've okay. always done that. Now... This night, every time I grabbed my water bottle, the lid was back on. Oh. And... Have you been to this hotel before? Uh, Yes, I'd been to this hotel before, and I had not experienced anything at all. Mm. Um, And uh, nobody said anything to me. Did that creep you out or anything at night? Were you like, oh, why why was the lid back on? I thought... I thought because the day, it had been a very, very long day, I thought I just was not on my game and I was doing mm. it myself. Mm, okay. So after the third time, I actually took the lid and went and put it in the bathroom, crawled uh. back into bed. And when I woke up in the morning, the lid was back on the bottle. <gasps> oh, that's creepy. And I was in that room for two nights and it happened both nights. Oh my gosh. And um, the towels were folded for me, like I had just thrown the towel over the rack. Oh, oh! It's but, like you have your own um, butler or something. Yeah, it was like that. It was like you know, just taking care of me, making sure everything was cool. 
copacetic. So, so uh, it, you did not sense any like threat or anything. I didn't feel threatened at all. I felt very warm and cozy um, in the room. Mm-hmm. I was uh, rested up really well. Like um, I didn't have any trouble sleeping. Um, I felt very refreshed. Uh, I didn't see any of my crew the first night, but the second day we all met for lunch and I told them about it and they're like, oh, you must be in the haunted room on floor such and such and in room such and such. Oh, so it's known. And so, yeah, apparently they've had experiences as well. Would you, so now that you know about it, would you, let's say if you were... If you were given the that same room again, would you mind going in or or staying in that room, or, or would you rather go to a different room? Hello. Hello, are you still there? Okay, there. You, I think we got you back. Are you back? So we just got. Some strange things happened to us there. Uh, so the connection got whatever weird something weird happened. Uh, anyway, so we got we got turned up head back on. So I don't even remember what we were talking about. Uh, oh, I'm glad it meant that much to you. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> so if you were given the opportunity to to stay in that room again, let's say you're there, you were given that room, would you mind? Staying oh God, no, room? I would totally, and I'd go, "Hi, how's it going?" Like I would talk to them. Mm. Um. And then, um, you know, say, hey, I've been here before and just want to say thanks for taking such, you know, good care of me. And that's it. I don't know if I... <laughs> I that's, that's, so it must be... You must not be freaked out by stuff like that, right? I mean... You... Well, I'm... <sighs> I'm I'm not freaked out about that interaction because it was a pleasant experience. Have you ever had any unpleasant experience before? Um. Yes, kind of. No, maybe. Can you tell? Um, I've been in the room uh, where someone has passed, and they're very angry that they're uh, the spirit's been very angry, and oh. the the um the 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 gloom and the the um tension in the room is is ew, not pretty. ew i don't like that yeah i know that was an unpleasant experience but then you know i guess if you think about it if you are conscious about uh, moving on um and it not you not feeling like it's your time i guess you would be pretty angry right so you are very understanding <laughs> yeah. I, well i guess i mean you Okay, so so maybe maybe because I I've always been growing up, just like I was saying earlier, how our childhood sort of helped build what we believe in today. Right. I the in the Asian culture, you are not to mess with stuff like that, and anything that you're you're hearing that is supernatural or is considered ghost are mostly things that's going to come harm you. That's what we were told. Or at least you, sh- you shouldn't, you don't want to get near it because there's a possibility that they, the, the spirit's going to harm you, it's going to haunt you, it's going to taunt you. So that's why it, for, it, for me growing up, I always have this kind of like a, a bad prejudice attitude toward right, right. spirits. So, so every Asian person is um, angry when they die? 
<laughs> Apparently. Well, it, it must be from just eating rice or something like that. <laughs> or, or maybe they're just like trying to see. They're <laughs> struggling to see. Maybe that's it. That's it. Or they're all pissed off that they died in a car accident or something like that. <laughs> oh, so okay, horrible. all right, dang, yeah. But, uh, so maybe that that's because of the the reason, and all the stories that I've heard from from uh, my Penang Hokkien shows are not that it's like out there to harm you, but everybody has that. Typically, I sh- I shouldn't say all of them because I've heard a few people who talk about you know it doesn't bother me. You know I can see them. They they they're not gonna harm you. They're just there. But most people who want to talk about ghost stories tend to kind of lean that way. Like oh my gosh, it's coming to haunt you. Like like harm you. Well, I dated someone who thought that his apartment, he moved into a new apartment, he thought that somebody was there, but he said he always um, was conscious of the fact that it's possible that there were spirits, um, because you're moving into an apartment with 60 years of history. So, um, and, you know, who knows, it's one of the, he lived in one of the oldest cities here in, in um, Canada, so, you know, who knows what's happened in that area before. Mm-hmm. So he would always just say, if you're here, you're welcome to stay here with me, just don't disturb me. Mm. So he's setting uh, boundaries. He was setting a boundary, yeah. Mm. So That freaked me out. The first time he ever yeah. did I, I hadn't really thought about experiences or ever had any of my own. Yeah. Up to that, and that first night that I slept there, every little noise that I heard I oh. freaked me right out. I didn't sleep a, a wink. Ah. Um, but then... Um, you know, I started talking to him more about it and whatnot, and he kind of opened my eyes and to being able to open my eyes and just accept things, right? So, mm. have you? Um, so, what what other experiences have you had? Anything that is uh, that is supernatural that you've experienced that? Uh, that you would say is well, okay. Let's that that scary thing, like the, not scary, but the one that you said you can sense the the anger. Yeah. From from that place, was that a hotel or or was it somebody's house or? Um. No, that was the medical center. Oh. When, yeah. And oh, so, um, so were you there as a patient at that time? No, I was there with the uh, staff on a tour, and there was someone. This was in Africa. And um, oh. we were staying at the mission, and they had a medical center there, and somebody was brought in um, that was uh, had a seizure and fell into the fire. Oh, my gosh. And the superstition is that fire can jump from person to person. Fire so, can jump from person to person? That's, their, that's the superstition. Oh, okay. So nobody pulled him out of the fire. Oh, I see. So he was very badly burned, and he succumbed to his injuries. Ah, and, um, and you were and, there when when he was brought yeah. in. Yeah, I was there when he was brought in. He was lasted for about three hours, and then he oh. he um d- died. Did did you? So what did you experience? Can you explain in a little bit more of a in depth detail of what did you experience? Um, I just felt like everything inside was heavy, and then I felt angry. Was this before? Uh, this you is way before about... anything else that happened. I was thirteen, so that was a oh, long time ago. Okay, yeah. So, so you did you know about this person being brought in at that time when you felt it? No, I didn't know. Like nothing. 
I was just like, oh, I hope this person makes it, and oh, that smells really gross. Oh, but but you were there when he was actually being brought in. Yep. So yep. so w- when did you sense that? I mean, couldn't it just be the fact that you understand his 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 um, ordeal that that you have that feeling, and not because his his spirit or whatever. Well, that is very possible. Um, so I, I'm, you know, not definitely saying that this is exactly what happened. I'm just sharing what my experience I was. You so know, I, I could have been susceptible to it, and his, and if, if his energy was like that, then I, it's possible. I, it just exacerbated it for me. But who knows? Is it, do you also feel like you have the ability to? To sense, and somebody are sensitive, like the bell, for instance. She's very sensitive to that kind of things. Yeah, and she can sense uh, a living, a, like a, a living person's emotion, and uh, sometimes uh, worries and burden that you know she can she can sense things. Or if something's going wrong, and uh, everything was shielded very nicely, but she can sense things. So those people tend to sometimes, I believe. Will be able to sense the emotion of the the spirits, right? Do you believe you have that sort of ability to to sense that? Um, I, I in guess tune, in tune if that, that was if I had to put it into words, I guess like that would be about the best way to do it. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm very good at reading people. Ah, okay. Now let's. Read That's why me. I'm very good at my job. Oh, I see, I see, I see. So, yeah, I think the bell is the same thing, and I am the same thing also. I, f- I feel like I'm very um, sensitive to people's um, emotion. Sometimes it might just be a tiny little cue, or it might not even be a visible cue. You can yep, sense exactly. the energy. Yep, exactly. Okay. So now we're talking. Okay, so uh, read me. <laughs> Um, I've never been able to do that. Oh, really? Unless I'm with a person. Okay, so when we were together in in uh, uh, Vegas, did you read anything? No, the, just that you're crazy. <laughs> you are correct. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you are so correct. So, um, I let me share some a little. Uh, things that's related to this subject that we're talking about now. Yeah, because you've you've had to have experiences to that would make you intrigued. Uh, I think this somewhat it's, open to it. Yeah, I am open to it because, like I said, the culture, like the, all the stuff yeah. around us growing up. Even though I grew up Catholic, I grew up in a Catholic family, and we don't. Well, that's, that's your problem right there. Exactly, precisely. Yeah. And so, so. Um, uh, so a few things that excited me was exorcism. It was exciting to me. Right. Uh, very scary, but I love it. Like, like I love meaning like I'm intrigued by it. Mm-hmm. And so that's one reason uh, of, you know, why I, I'm intrigued or I'm fascinated by ghosts. And uh, secondly, it's the, the, the Asian, the Taoism teaching around us. So all of my friends who are not Christians, they you know, they just believe it as fact that, yeah, you know, there are ghosts and they're just out there all the time. So in the environment that I grew up in definitely helped, have, you know, contributed to why I'm so fascinated by ghosts. Mm-hmm. Um, and now let's let's talk about my personal experiences. I The one time that I felt 
ever I think I shared this with you the one time that I ever felt something I talk about this online too so I won't go too much into the detail of all that crap okay uh, just spit it out I was at the I was it <laughs> I was it Dang. Oh. I was at a Japanese restaurant here in town Kansas City yeah and a friend of mine who who she claims that she can sense and um, sense the uh, existence of spirits right oh the yeah and so she, she can also pick up whether it's an angry one or it's a happy or it's like a no, you know, a concern right. or a sad one. So she, uh, I asked her to show me downstairs because I asked her, is there any downstairs? She said, yes. I said, and it's during the day. This is lunch hour, like noon right. in the afternoon. So I was not afraid because I'm also a chicken. See, I want to believe, but I'm also a chicken because I don't want to, oh my God, I don't want to carry anything home with me. So but I asked. Okay. I ask, that's just your misconceptions from your... Yes. Yeah. But the thing is, though, then I see stuff like the exorcism episode. Well, that episode from the the Ghost Adventures that made me. You know what? I'm just going to ding again. People are going to think that I'm crazy because I believe in ghosts. But whatever. Going back. And so um, so I went downstairs and I asked her. Now, mind you, I have not seen or experienced anything firsthand in my whole life. Right. And this, like, several, a couple years ago, I went to that restaurant and asked her to show me. I said, teach me, how do I, how do you tell somebody like a normal person to try to experience the existence of the, the paranormal? She said, um, open up your chest, like, as is as if you are in the mother nature, like you're in the forest right. and you want to absorb all that oh the nature. I'm like uh, surrender. Yeah. Yeah. Take a deep breath, let go of things, surrender, and then let go and walk down and clear your mind. Don't think about anything and just absorb it. Right. So I said, Okay, I can do that. So as soon as I did that, I felt some like a little pressure or something. How did I describe it? It doesn't make sense. I understand what you mean, but I don't know if others will. Yeah. So my, my, but the back of my neck suddenly felt like, um, it, it, it's, it's, it's a little bit like a soreness of the muscle, Yep. but it is not quite, it's not exactly tingly though. For me, it's not tingly. At first, I thought it was tingly. It feels more like when you put your uh, finger right in front of your forehead. Yeah, and, between and you can your feel eyes, that in you your can, third eye. Yeah, you can feel like that's like almost like sourness, you know, that, that sort of soreness, not sore as in pain, but you can feel that pressure, but there's nothing touching. So you just feel that that energy is there. So I felt that, and that was creepy because I've never really felt that. And it was very obvious and clear that it's on my neck, behind, like on my shoulder, like on my back. And the more I stepped down toward the basement, the the heavier that pressure becomes. Right. So I I told her, I said, I'm feeling something. I don't know what it is, but I'm feeling something. I've never felt that before. It it is It's something physical. I can actually feel it. And yeah. so I walked down there and I asked her, what is, you know, is there a spot that is, you know, like heavier? And she said, you will know where it is if you walk around and you will feel that one spot. So I walked and it was in front of the, the guy's bathroom. So before I walk into the bathroom, there's this one corner in front that has this cold, chilling spot. And right. there's no vent 
there is no, there's nothing. Like there's just one tiny spot where I move under this area that I felt a cold spot. Moving, I can move in and out of it. And then so it was, it was very bizarre. And I said, is it here? Is it here? I can feel cold. I can feel the coldness. She said, yes. So I was not even afraid. I w- it was, it was kind of strange. It was weird, but I was, it was more intrigued by that experience than I was afraid because it's right. the daytime. And I was down there with uh, two other guys and her with me. So that okay. was the closest of what I could, I've experienced when it comes to the supernatural. I don't even know if it's a supernatural. It might be like, you know, some sort of magnetic field or energy or whatever that's down in the basement that I'm feeling. But- Right, maybe that's the manifestation of that spirit. That's how right. They come. Yeah, and that's when it comes. Like that's why I'm saying there's nothing to say yay and there's nothing to say nay. So I just right, and it. therefore it's up to us to then interpret whether or not we want to believe the experience as being supernatural, paranormal, or right. is it just something else? Right. But I like to entertain the idea that it's ghosts. Hmm. Oh, I know. I I totally get it. I agree with you. But I, you know, one thing, one comment. If I if we uh-huh. can backtrack, sure. I think when you were talking about exorcism, and I, I I don't have a solid position on this yet, but my more inclined to say that there is a difference between a ghost and a demon, and that a ghost won't possess someone, whereas a demon would. Mm. See. But- I would like to know more about that whole thing. So yeah, if- see, that's what scares me. The, the the demon part, not the the passing of somebody, but that's scary too. Because I have, uh, not firsthand, but through a very close friend of ours, several close friends, because they were there together. I don't know if I told you this, but we there's a uh, a resort area in Penang where I grew up that is notorious that there were a lot of haunted houses everywhere because they were old colonial bungalows there. Right. And one that was owned by uh, um, the Catholic church that we, the you know, the youth groups would go there and have activities. Mm-hmm. And it is so notorious for being haunted. So there was an area that's blocked off. I've never been because, you know, to chicken. Uh, but there's, there's a certain area that you're not supposed to even go, that the whole wing was shut down. Uh, I mean, people would go, but they won't let visitors go. Right, and these are bungalows that was residing by uh, resided by by um, brothers. They're called, you know, the, those mm-hmm. <clears throat> brothers who who lived there, and um, a friend of ours, actually several, a group of them, whom all I know, um, said that this girl in the group got possessed, and the encounter is what this is what I remember that. Uh, a, a female friend of ours said that she went out to the bathroom. When she came back, the room door was like sh- shaking. The room door was shaking and it was shut. It was not shut mm-hmm. before. And she tried to open the door. She thought that somebody was pulling the door inside. She was trying to help me. She hear a lot of screaming inside. She tried to open the door and she could not open the door. Like it's locked. And then she hear all the screaming. And then, of course, then the the guys who were inside the room then later told us that this girl was supposedly possessed. She suddenly, you know, she looked uneasy, uneasy, and suddenly she turned into this kind of creepy, uh, like, possessed entity. And she said that she wants to jump out and play. And this was, like, on the cliff. The the bungalow is on top of this hill. And if she jumps down, she would have killed herself so 
she then the the windows were really an old style window that would swing open. There's no you know no uh, glass or anything. Right. She wanted to jump off. She could. So she she said she wants to jump down. Of course, that uh, jump off the the window. And of course, all the guys were pushing her down because she she's you know she's wanted she, you know if she were to jump she would die. So they pulled her down and pushed her down, pinned her down on the ground. Three guys, right? And she is a petite woman, and she threw all those three guys off the floor. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then she and then her voice starts to change. Mm-hmm. And she like kind of turned into this kind of gravelly, uh, almost like a, a male kind of voice, like like that. Yeah. I, so ooh, creepy. And so, um, and then, then she wanted to jump off again, and then oh, and then the window starts to 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 move. Like they they're like they looked like there were wind blowing at the windows and the doors. Everything was like clapping and uh, going. Open and close, open and close, and um, so everybody starts to you know to pray because of the Catholic group, and so they start to try to pin her down, and she would cuss, she would cuss, and this is like in a native tongue, like you know, Hokkien, and then they would try to put rosary on her forehead, and then she would scream. This is what I heard. She screamed, she screamed, and finally she passed out. They tried to you know. Uh, pin her down and she finally passed out and then she said when she woke up and then she passed out and she woke up and she said I knew exactly what just happened I just can't control myself I can see what's going on or I can I can feel what's going on I just can't control myself she said mm, that is spooky it is that is very spooky and uh, now I have not experienced this myself, but I have several people who were in that room and one girl outside, whom I have no reason to doubt that they would make stories up like make stories like that up right. out of nowhere. So you know, it has some credibility there for me personally, but still, again, not my personal experience. I don't know if I actually want to experience that because exorcism is very creepy, not because, I was telling Bruce this, not because of the demon or whatever spirit that is possessing the person. It's the ritual itself that's creepy. You know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because the the priest would like yell and speak in Latin and it's so creepy. So that sort of... Um, uh, the ritual itself is 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 creepy enough to to make things uh, scary for me. But then, is that also um, on purpose so that it makes it even more dramatic? Well, that could could be. And then, exorcism has a, a long history, so I don't really know much about it. But uh, yeah, it could be. And 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 what I've heard is that oh, this is another thing. This. This I totally I did not experience this myself, but um, a friend of ours. This is like a family friend, and she's from church as well. And I remember we were asked to go pray for her house because she bought a house. This is like a whole family, like uh, two girls and one boy, and and then the parents. They bought that house, and the house is directly butt up against a cemetery. Which uh-huh. uh, who a lot of pe- people actually have houses butt up next to the cemetery, but mm-hmm. she said that 
Now this is later on because when we went to pray, I did not know what's going on because I just thought that it's one of those nice things that you go help them pray. Like it's kind of like a, a house warm. What is it called? Like a blessing of the house, you know? Right. And so we went and prayed, and then later on, I found out from the priest that because we know knew each other fairly well. And the owner of the house, the woman of the house, who was my teacher, my catechism teacher, she taught me Sunday school. She said that they, at night, would hear a lot of scratching and knocking on the door behind the house, which is butt up to the cemetery. And it would move to the side, and it would move to the front. But they can never see anybody there. Right. At first, they thought that there was a burg a burglar trying to get in, so they would go out there and turn on the light, and then the sound would go away, and then it would start to move to the front door. And the funny thing was that it's not connected, like the back door, because it's the it's like a house that's connected, like a terrace house, you know. So there's right, no right, right. in between. But what they can hear is the sound from the back would then scratching, scratching, and then it would move to the front. As if it's surrounding the house, but then kind of go through those houses to get through, and and so they, she said, even until like until we were there. That's every time I go to her house, I'm very scared <laughs> to go to the kitchen because you can see, <laughs> because when you turn on the kitchen light, immediately the light would shine on a tombstone out right outside the kitchen. That you can see through the, the, the it's like staring back at you. Well, that sounds like a great diet. Ah, yes, that is true. <laughs> oh my, I would just call order out. I mean, like, yeah, I would call yeah. pizza. Um, but th so that house scares me also. And it, apparently, until now, it's never really gone away. It's just lessened, but it's mm -hmm. never gone away. Well, I used to live across the street from a cemetery, and I never experienced anything. Yeah, I work across the street from a cemetery now too, and I've never experienced anything. I've worked late, and uh, and supposedly that building is is mighty haunted too. I haven't really give it too much thought, especially when I need to work there. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want I don't want to entertain the idea because right, uh, I have to work there. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. Oh, are and you, go ahead. I was gonna say, are you going to do a haunted walk at all this year? No, no, no. Okay. I don't know. I don't. I don't do that. I. It's. It's. You mean like the ent like for the entertaining ones, like the one that yeah, goes you know, go to the hotel where you know five people died, or whatever. I if I can go with like a serious, um, like a a ghost hunter type people, I yeah. might consider. But I would be so scared. Okay. <laughs> I'll be so scared. It's got to be. Oh. I don't know. I kind of want to experience this, but it's I'm not quite ready for it yet. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. It makes sense. Have you have you ever had that sort of ghost stories like the the more of the demonic possession type nope. thing? No. No, I've not had any experiences like have, that. Do you know of people who knows that or Um just... nothing comes to mind. Okay. So no. I because maybe because of my exposure and my experience that 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 is one of the things that I really like to find out more. Uh, but a lot of the, uh, a lot of the, the TV shows and movies, they, they don't scare me anymore. I used to find it entertaining and scary to go see movies like that about exorcism and so forth. So far, I haven't encountered one that is 
gonna make me. I mean, I enjoy it while I'm there, but then it does not linger. Sometimes, linger. Okay. yeah, I used to like those movies, like in quotation, that I think it's worth the money when you leave the theater and then you are afraid for the next few days. You know, okay, nothing scares me like that anymore. I've tried it a few times, and nothing scares me like that anymore. So, uh, one more thing before I go. Okay. Our neighbor used to have, and they're not Catholics, but they're I don't know some kind of Christian denomination. Mm-hmm. They would do stuff like that every Thursday. Some crazy evening, they would have people come over and they would pray for them, and they would like do exorcism type because it sounds like that, you know, like in the name of Jesus Christ, I cast you away, something like creepy like that. And people, then you hear somebody scream. Like, ah, like that, and I, my mom would have to send me to my aunt's house <laughs> during that hour, those hours, mm-hmm. uh, and that also was kind of like a uh, uh, a creepy thing that kind of scarred me a little bit. Right. So that, that sounds like like the fanatics that were at this. We went. We switched churches for a while when I was growing up, and they were kind of right wing, evangelical yeah. wing nuts. And yeah, everything was a spirit. Um, if you had diarrhea, that was an evil spirit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> if you were cheating on your wife, well, you were possessed. Um, yeah. You know, and then it was a you know. Um, all about that whole like I, you know, cast the demon from you and yada yada yada. And I, I just was like, this is fucking hokey. <laughs> anyway, that that's scary because yeah. I was what ten, eleven years old. And, well, yeah, that can be overwhelming. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't like this. Oh, and then another thing that was um, that the the sound. You know, I always link scary things with the sound because that's scarier than the the visuals. Because you know, you rarely get to see any visuals that's scary, but. Um, the have you heard of? I'm trying to look for uh, some the on on YouTube. Um, yeah, Taoism prayer for the dead. That that kind of sound. I'm I'm trying to see if I can find that that ritual. Like I said, the ritual is scarier than the the, the real thing. So this is this is the sound. Have you heard of? And and this is actually not the scary version. There are some scarier ones where you can he- hear them sing. And let me see if I can find. It sounded cool, but it sounded like a headache would happen pretty quick. <laughs> so this is what happens. You hear a sound like this going on mm-hmm. when somebody died. This okay. is like the prayer and the ritual for the. Uh, when somebody died, you go there and you pray, and you do all this ritual, and it would scare me because if let's say one of our neighbors happened to have a, a you know a dead relative or something, and you will hear this all night. They would sing this like you know starting from eight o'clock all the way to right before midnight. Right. Like, so it's it's like Taoism mixed with you know a bit of Buddhism. Mm-hmm. Like so, so, it you know it might sound cool, but it's scary. 
It is scary for me when I was little. It would bother me so much. I cannot sleep. I have to sleep with my parents, and I have to ask my parents to send me to my aunt's house because I can't sleep. Because mm-hmm. it just sounds creepy to me. It doesn't do much to me anymore. But can you imagine, you know, eight, nine well, year old? Well, you're a kid, and it's it's mysticism and you know things that you don't really understand. Of right. course, it's scary. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, I would be spooked out too. I know. But anyway, well, thank you so much for uh, enduring my craziness and crazy fascination about it's ghosts. Always a fun time with you. Oh, thank you, and uh, thank you again, Turnip Head. You can um, listen to Turnip Head's story. Uh, last time when he was here, we talked about a bit more about uh, a serious topic, and uh, so you can go back and listen to the O show. Or you might be able to hear more of Turnip Head. Have you been going on rounds to go to other people's podcasts? No, I haven't. I've been bad. I've been a shut-in. Um, I've been focusing on the blog lately. And The blog? And, yeah, on my blog. So, so what's your blog? Turnipstyle.com. Turnipstyle.com. What's your blog about? Um, this, that, and the other thing that's involving um, underwear, swimwear, fetishwear, um, fashion. Mm, and, cool. and some, you know, political editorial stuff thrown in for good measure. Good. So you should go check that out. Turnip, uh, turnip style. Style. Turnip com. Style. Yep. com. Okay. All right. You guys should go check that out. And uh, thank you so much for listening, ladies and gentle whores. And also to Turnip Head for coming up and enduring my crazy, crazy fascination about ghosts and talk about ghosts and share the experience. Uh, you will actually hear another episode. There's another guest coming up also. Uh, that you will be listening um, him sharing his ghost stories. So go to onlinepodcast.com, leave comments, call me uh, 920-iPhone1. In fact, I have many uh, voice messages. I just forgot to play them. So anyway, keep them coming. Bye! Don't forget to smile, bitches!